for this place that you've given us, Lord. Uh, these offerings that were taken up, Jesus, we ask that you continue to bless this ministry, Lord, continue to bless this community that we're in. And Father, more than anything, Jesus, that you uh, continue to speak to us in our lives. Uh, we're grateful for everything you're doing, Lord. We ask that you uh, just guide us through the word tonight, Lord, that you uh, make a way, make a space uh, for your precious word to be able to reach where it needs to reach, Father. Also ask, Lord, that you uh, bless uh, the classes tonight, the kids uh, and the youth and everything that they have, Lord, and that you just bless us, Lord, uh, as you always do with your presence, Father, and we're grateful for everything that you do, and we ask this in your precious name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. God bless y'all. Y'all may be uh, seated. Amen. God bless uh, the youth and the kids this uh, this evening. Praise God. Good to see Brother Joe back. Good to see you back, Brother. Uh, long, long day, long road trip. But praise God, you're back. Amen. Dios bendiga a todos, hermanos, aquí esta noche. Y pues esperamos que Dios va a hacer algo esta noche, pero también esperamos que Dios está haciendo algo en nuestras vidas. We know that God, we know that God will show up. <laughs> There's not a doubt in our mind that God is God, and there's no uh, doubting his uh, presence and his power. Um, our desire is that we have the opportunity to open ourselves up to that um, and uh, praying for that in the word that's going to be preached tonight. Um, as the Lord, um, as I was talking with, with God this morning um, and, and seeing the guidance of uh, the direction of his word today, tonight, uh, I started kind of thinking about the magnitude of being in the presence of God. Estaba hablando con el Señor esta mañana, hermanos, y comencé a pensar la grandeza o el magnitud, es magnitud, magnitud de estar en la presencia de Dios. Hay algo poderoso, hay algo que... A veces no se puede contemplar uh, nomás uh, con la experiencia. When you're in God's presence, uh, it's like no other experience. And, and, and there's something uh, to, to take from that, to be in God's presence. It's a desire that you want to have. It's something you want to search for, uh, to feel, be in full peace, be in full love of what God has for, uh, for you. Uh, so um, the message started kind of um, unraveling itself. Uh, in that, uh, so el mensaje comenzó um, um, componerse o se comenzó a ver cuando comencé a pensar nomás estando en la presencia de Dios. Um, como estábamos hablando en la escuela de la el Biblia, hermanos, um, de como pensando el, el relación que tuvo Moisés con con el Señor. Ya sabemos muchas muchas de las historias, pero Nomás pensando en la plática que tuvo para escribir uh, el libro de Génesis. Um, el, ese libro, en, en los detalles que tiene, uh, las cosas personales, uh, las pláticas que, que estaban teniendo personalmente uh, en, en el libro, um, para saber todas esas cosas y entenderlos, um, es, es una relación que, pues, como... Uh, estaba diciendo esta mañana, como estábamos hablando, hermano James y yo, 
pues por eso estaba brillando Moisés cuando bajaba del monte. Porque estaba en una presencia de la creado, le, el creador de todas las cosas. You know, there's something powerful when you, um, <clears throat> when you think about that relationship with Moses, like we were talking to him in, in the Bible class, that the fact that the details that he had in the book of Genesis to write down uh, things and understand things and profound things, very private things, you know, like um, Sarah laughing about having a child. You know, and, and, and it doesn't even say like she laughed out loud. She laughed inside of herself <laughs> for, you know, only God's going to tell, you know, that detail. But it also talks about how Moses uh, um, was glowing uh, when he would be in the presence of God and, uh, uh, of God and walking down the mountain. So there's there's powerful things that we um, we see in being in God's presence. And it's a desire that we want to we want to have. It's something that we want to. Um, we want to get to. Queremos estar en la presencia de Dios, hermanos. Es un deseo que debemos tener en viviendo nuestras vidas. Y, y unos pueden decir, pues es difícil para llegar a ese punto. Y, y, y es un proceso que, que vamos a ver aquí en unos uh, versículos aquí en la Biblia, pero no es difícil. Es algo que se lleva trabajo. Es cada día, es una carrera que tenemos. Uh, es un proceso. Muchas uh, personas um, se sienten mal cuando fallan en cosas y no entienden que hay personas en la Biblia que fallaron en cosas. Era parte del proceso que Dios entendía como hablamos de Adán, Adán y Eva el domingo y todas las cosas que hablamos uh, después de ellos humanamente hablando del pecado. Como falló el hombre, que como falla el hombre en cosas. Y no es que es una, un boleto que puedes fallar. Pues falla cuando quieres, ahí tienes la misericordia de Dios, no trabaja así tampoco. Habla Pablo de eso en Romanos. It's not that you could just say, well, I got, it looks like I got a free pass to keep on failing since humanity fall, fails all the time. No, we have grace and mercy through Christ and strength and And, and how we show our love is with obedience. How we show our love is also with finding out how not to fall in things that we've fallen before. There's something powerful about uh, the human experience with Christ that you can, you can uh, learn a lesson in something. There's something powerful. As parents, we get excited when our kids learn lessons. Amen? As parents out here, did you used to get excited? We're like, oh, my goodness. Yes, you picked up your clothes. You picked up after yourself finally. Can you imagine God, you know, probably rejoices in the heavens when we, we finally, they doing it. They figuring it out. Praise God. So the Lord is merciful and he's good. And we're in his presence. Amen right now. So if we turn here to Psalms 18.6, voltamos hermanos para el libro de Salmos 18, 6. Dice la palabra de Dios aquí. Uh, en mi angustia invoqué a Jehová y clamé a, a mi Dios. Él oyó mi voz desde que su templo y mi clamor llegó delante de él a sus oídos. In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came before him even into his ears. Now what's powerful about this verse, brothers and sisters, is the, is the time frame 
um, that we see here. We see that this is in the time frame of David. We see that this is still in the time frame of priests being in the temple, priests being the ones that would talk to God. So he refers to the temple as God hearing him. But there's some kind of revelation that's here because David's now talking that I can talk to God and God hears me. And there's something powerful because uh, as we talked about, and remember when the veil was, uh, was torn, and we talked about the, the process that they had, and we're going to go over this stuff, especially when we start reading in the book of Exodus and Leviticus, the rules that they had that uh, God gave to Moses for his people. But we see here that there was a process, that there was an order that was followed at this time. And, and, I, and I want us to read a little bit more uh, about this, but let's turn to Matthew 17, 1, if we can. Uh, Mateo uh, 17, um, 1, dice aquí, sea, sea días después, Jesús tomó a Pedro y Jacob, Jacobo y a Juan, su hermano, y, y los llevó aparte a un monte alto. After six days, um, oh, six días, what I said, seis <laughs> Six days. Uh, after six days, Jesus uh, taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart. Verse 2. Y se transfiguró delante de ellos. Whoa. Y resplandeció su rostro como el sol, y sus vestidos se hicieron blancos como la luz. And was transfigured before them. And his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. Verse 3. Y he aquí les aparecieron Moses y Elías, hablando con él. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with him. Now, brothers and sisters, we've heard this before, we've read this before. Peter ends up telling them, is this, Wow. You know, should we be here? There's a version that says, should we be here? Here they felt like, because this was a powerful moment. There's another version that you end up reading on this one where he asked God, can, I, can we put something here, uh, build a tabernacle here, put something as a monument for this, because this is powerful. But the critical thing is being in his presence. Now, God reveals himself to Peter here in this, moment and they said that his presence was like the sun there's something critical with that statement dice que su presencia su cara se vio como el sol hay algo importante en en como usaron el palabra el sol porque el sol brilla el sol puede destruir si te acercas mucho al sol, destruye. El sol da vida a cosas con la luz. Pero en pensando, qué importante en ese momento que ellos estaban en la presencia de Dios, que ellos podían ver esto. Porque vamos a leer que un proceso no es cada vez así. Necesitas estar en un parte, un punto en el entendimiento en relación para llegar para tener ese momento hay personas que ese momento podía destruirlos 
Vamos a leer aquí en Exodus 3.2. I'm saying that we can see here that in this moment it's powerful. This moment, they saw the sun coming out of his, in his face. They saw his raiments white uh, shining, and, and yet they were not destroyed. Being in his presence at this moment. And we see here that it wasn't all of them. It was a few of them. But we go here to Exodus 3.2, and we read here, and it says, um, in Exodus uh, 3.2, he says, Y se la, le apareció el ángel de Jehová en un, una llama de fuego en medio de una zarza. Y él, él miró y vio que la uh, zarza ardía en fuego, y la zarza no se consumía. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire and out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. Verse 3. Entonces Moses dijo, iré yo ahora y, y veré esta grande visión porque, porque causa la salsa no se quema. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. I'm going to investigate a little more. I'm going to get a little closer. I'm going to. And there's something powerful here at this moment, right? Because this is, this is Moses. This is Moses at the beginning. This isn't going to be Moses at the end. This isn't going to be Moses in Matthew either. This is going to be Moses going up the mountain after he's seen God's power and he was faithful to God's word. This is Moses as God's going to talk to him about what he's going to have him do. And so look what it says right here, right? Uh, and, and next verse. Viendo Jehová que él iría a ver, lo llamó Dios de en medio de, de la zarza. Y dijo, Moses, Moses. Y él respondió, eme aquí. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. And we keep on reading here in verse uh, 5. Y dijo, no te que acerquéis, quita tu calzado de tus pies, porque el lugar que tú estás, tierra santa es. And he said, draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from their feet, for the place uh, whereon thou standest is holy ground. Verse 6. I think that's that. Did I have verse 6? Maybe I'm reading it wrong. Oh, I'm sorry, verse 5. So aquí podemos ver, uh, y hemos leído eso en el pasado, hermanos, pero en este momento era como el Jehová diciendo, para, no estás listo todavía. Necesitamos hablar. In this moment, he was like, stop. You're not ready yet. The place you're at is holy ground. This transfiguration that you know, is to come. This powerfulness, this, this sun. You're not ready. And I started thinking a little bit about that because it's critical when you start to think about how God works in our lives. I mentioned this on Sunday and it kind of inspired the thought process as we, we start getting, it's like all of us can feel like, well, Moses, you know, how can I ever? But what's beautiful about this process is that we start to see God with Adam and Eve, right? Adam and Eve, they 
It says, uh, I read a verse today where it says, as they heard God, they heard God coming, they hid. Amen? One can say, well, you know, hearing God's presence and walking has got to be very distinct, right? But they hid. And you see, Moses still was in a hiding state when he's there in the presence. Because he doesn't know what this is. He doesn't know anything. He's about to find out. And that's why, what does he say? How do we know he doesn't know? What does he say? What does he say? Who do I tell him what? <laughs> Listen to that. He says, who do I tell him sent me? That's not even the point that I'm making there. He says, tell him the I am. Because you're not ready for a name yet, Moses. They're not ready for a name yet. Just let them know the one that's going to do it all that I am going to save you. I am going to deliver you. I am going to provide you is going to do these things. You see, but this moment is powerful because Moses, Moses hasn't had his experience yet. Obedience hasn't came in yet to Moses. See, obedience makes you able to be in the presence of God without being destroyed. Obedience keeps sin away. See, sin is a, a destructive thing that keeps us separated from God. That's the definition of sin, separation from God. Hermanos, ¿cómo me gusta? Siempre estoy pensando y queriendo, estoy meditando y diciendo, y Moses, es como la historia de Adán y Eva que como escondieron cuando la presencia de Dios venía. ¿Por qué? Porque tenían pecado. En este momento que Moses está ahí, el Señor ha escogido a Moses, pero todavía Necesitaba trabajo. Y puedes ver, ¿qué voy a decir que me mandó? Pues dile que el yo soy. Pues no es nombre yo soy. No, 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 porque ahorita tú necesitas entender que vas a necesitar un yo soy. Vas a, ellos van a necesitar un yo soy. Porque hay un nombre que es sobrenombres. Que vas a entender, Moisés, un día. Que vas a ver. Pero en este momento... Y puede estar duda en tu corazón pensando quién es, qué es esto. Think about it. Think about it. It's not like Moses had, you know, years of, of experience in, in God and all this. He was fresh. But this moment, this experience, this relationship that he was going to start with God to transform him. To a point where Jesus has him and Elias there in the, in the mount where he, of transfiguration. Powerful, powerful thought process of it. Pero para captivar, hermanos, pues, ¿qué es eso con mí? Porque eso es Moses. El momento que quieres experimentar estando en la presencia de Dios no puede estar pecado en tu vida. Si, si estamos uh, engañándonos, si creemos que estamos en la presencia de Dios y todavía hay pecado en, pecado en nuestra vida. Entiéndame un poquito, hermanos, porque muchas veces hay, ya, ya todos se quieren ir, ya están todos cuitados. No, no, hay diferencia de un pecado que lo conocemos y lo estamos haciendo. Sin, 
sin importancia y a una diferencia de cuando fallamos en cosas, nuestra actitud o algo pasa, porque eso es el trabajo que se está llevando. Y qué triste es eso, hermanos, porque se lleva trabajo y viene sufrimiento con ese trabajo. Hay trabajo que, se, que es sufrimiento y hay trabajo que es pecado, que lo conocemos y todavía lo hacemos, de escondidas. Pero no podemos engañarnos creyendo que estamos en la presencia de Dios. Está viviendo una vida que sabemos que estamos pecando. See, we can't deceive ourselves. See, God is powerful and his presence is powerful. We've all come short, right? And thank God for his mercy. And it's beautiful. But when you start deciding to change, to be obedient, then his presence gets closer to you. And when his presence gets closer to you, oh, praise God, we want that. But just know that the sun is getting closer to you. And when the sun gets closer to you, the purification starts to happen. See, it's beautiful. We all right now would say, oh, I want, I want to be in God's presence. But no, God's presence is destruction. It's removal. It's purification. That's why David would say, search me, O oh Lord. And it's beautiful about that because you see, it's not, don't get scared to be free. Don't get scared to be healed. Don't be scared thinking that nobody knows these things when God's always known all things. This is where you become free. This is where you start to, like I've said before, who cares what you were in the past? Because this is in the past. As long as you're not that in the future or you're that right now, You shouldn't have shame because God has healed you and freed you. Shame is a mechanism of the enemy to hold you back. La vergüenza, hermanos, yo he dicho eso. No debemos tener vergüenza quien éramos en el pasado. Muchos de nosotros, ay, no quiero hablar de eso. ¿Todavía es esa cosa? ¿O es para glorificar al Señor que... Que te quitó de cosas. Yo hablo de cosas, no estoy que estamos hablando nomás de cosas, hermanos. Estoy hablando de cosas como si, si Dios nos libró de adicciones. Pues para la, para la gloria de Dios. Para unos como tenemos pena. Y pues el Señor es bueno, hermanos. Y a veces nuestro testimonio en el poder que hizo Dios es algo que Él usa para animar a personas para personas puede decir pues yo, yo era así también I mean come on how many times have you heard a testimony from somebody this is what I struggled with this is what I went through and now hope is in them that the God that you serve is the God I want to serve because I want that but again there's no better testimony than the testimony of Christ amen Hebrews 10:19, Hebreos 10 19 dice hermanos Así que, hermanos, teniendo libertad para entrar en el lugar santísimo por la sangre de Jesucristo. Ahora, hermanos. Oh, man. You see, there's no more stopping you when you've accepted Christ in your life. Now, there's shame that comes to you with sin. But right here he's saying now, 
now that you have the blood of Christ on you, enter into his presence freely. You see, there's a difference where they say the doors are open, but there's a difference with wanting to come in because you know who's in there. You see, God didn't put boundaries in the location of where Adam and Eve were. He didn't, I don't even think he put a boundary to the tree as far as like saying, don't go to the tree. He said what? You see, God is tremendous in how he works because for us, and that's the messaging that comes across with God is like, oh, you're not going to, you can't do these things. You're not going to be able to do any of these things. You're, you're limited to these things. God's asking you to recognize his obedience as love because he sees where it leads to if you don't. Could you imagine, you know, we have a God that knows the end. We know the God, a God that knows our lives and knows how it's going to end and that how he commands us and directs us through his word, through um, sometimes the, the pricking of our heart is guiding us. Is guiding us to do what? To be blessed. So sometimes we feel like, well, man, this just feels like it's a, you know, like I don't have any fun. I'm not having any of these things. Well, it's because you're not still seeing what he's trying to do in you. And then you have to ask yourself, am I in his presence? Have I accepted what it is to be in his presence? Algo maravilloso, hermanos, cuando aceptamos al Señor completamente. Y es su palabra, y a veces es dura su palabra, que no puede llevar. word is hard who can take it it's hard because we haven't accepted what it is to be in his presence we haven't accepted what it is to to hear his voice and be guided by his voice uh, by his voice it's so important to be guided by his voice but we can't do that without being in his presence and as it is said here therefore brothers since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus. And we turn to Psalm 16, 11. Psalm 16, Salmos 16, 11 dice, hermanos, me mostrarás la senda de la vida. En tu presencia hay plenitud de gozo, delicias a tu diestra para siempre. Thou wilt show me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy. At the right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. In your presence is fullness of joy. What are we looking for? Our number one goal is to what? Look to be in his presence. It's not a 401k plan. It's not health benefits. It's not looking for a job for stability. It's to be in his presence to get into his presence we have got to understand that it hurts sometimes it's a sacrifice it's a living sacrifice es difícil hermanos para muchos para estar en su presencia ¿por qué? porque es sacrificio es un sacrificio vivo that's worse. It's worse to be a living sacrifice. A dead sacrifice, just kill me and 
you know, sacrifice me, but to be a living and feeling the things being removed and seeing and feeling and knowing that this needs to be taken away and there's going to be pain in that taking away, but there's also going to be comfort. I liked hearing Philippe this week as he talked about his wife had no, you know, the pain wasn't there anymore as soon as they removed, was it the liver, right? Philippe, what, kidney? Was it the kidney liver? What? Oh, uterus, that's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it was that. And again, there's been other complications, but at least that pain. And sometimes spiritually speaking, and things that we have in our lives have to be removed from us, have to be taken away so we can. And again, it's not that it's easy. And it's never when you're in the hands of a living God. But it's perfect because God knows exactly what we need. You see, he's not a doctor that's guessing. You know, you're not seeing a physician that's saying, well, you know what, why don't you try a couple of these things and then we'll see you again and we'll see how you're doing. With our God, he goes to the point. I've said this before, our God's waiting at the root, at the root of your problem. We don't doubt that God's like, well, you know, God, help me in this, figure this out. God's there already. He's waiting for us to get there, to be in his presence. And sometimes there's layers and layers and doors and doors and walls and walls that we have to get through of things that we've established never to get to the root. Did you catch that? That we've put so many walls, so many barriers, so locked so many doors so nobody could get to this place. But God's just waiting there. It's like, seriously, you thought that was going to help? You know who I am? I'll wait for you here. And that moment, that one layer goes away, another layer goes away, and we're in his presence. And we see him. At his fullness. Ooh, man. The desire to have. To feel you, God. To get lost in you, Jesus. To know that you know me so well. That you have a plan for me. If we turn to Exodus 33, 14. Que leemos aquí, leemos este versículo aquí, hermanos, hace uh, como un mes. Y él dijo, mi presencia irá contigo y te da, daré descanso. And he said, my presence shall go with thee and I will give thee rest. Now, critical message here to Moses leading a people out of Egypt, a people that was rebellious, a people that... You know the stories, and if you don't, tune into Bible class. Because you're going to learn about stories about, like, shocking you, earth opening up, snakes. This is Hollywood thinks that they can make, well, they've probably tried to make movies before in the past, but they've never made one where it's, like, the reality of how, I mean, can you imagine that humanity? Again, this is why we shouldn't be shocked with things. We should not be shocked with humanity. God delivers them out of Egypt, saves them from being slaves and being punished, takes them through a process 
but knows that this process has to be one that purifies them from where they just came from and is hoping, is saying, man, maybe they can figure it out. And it takes 40 years. And we're expecting sometimes 11 days. An 11-day journey. It, took, it would have taken 11 days to walk where they were going to in normal case, in a normal case. And it took 40 years because of the rebelliousness. Se llevaba 11 días, hermanos, para andar donde iban a ir a la tierra prometida, pero se llevó 40 años por la razón de rebelión que tenían. What's it taking us? Is it taking us 10 years? Is it taking us 15 years? Is it taking us all this time when it all would take us is to accept it? But to be in your presence, I've got to let go of everything. My priorities become your priorities. Whatever your priority is, God, is what I want. Help me, God, to see you clearly in my life because I want your presence to go with me. And brothers and sisters, there's something powerful. And God bless you when you put God ahead of everything in your life. There's people here, I hear that, well, we're going to see what God's going to do, or we're going to make a decision based off of what God shows us. And when we give it to God, that's him saying, God, why don't you join me in this decision? When you stop hearing that is when you start seeing bad decisions happening. Because how can you have rest if God's not in there with you? ¿Cómo podemos tener descanso, hermanos? ¿Cómo me gozo cuando oigo hermanos diciendo, pues vamos a ver qué hace el Señor en eso? Estoy orando, estoy pidiendo al Señor que me da sabiduría en ese trabajo que me ofrecieron. No sé si ese trabajo. Y cuando oyes a alguien queriendo el presencia de Dios con ellos, ¿cómo no van a tener descanso? Pero también puedes oír que personas no diciendo nada. Y haciendo decisiones solamente con ellos, no pidiendo oración en una decisión. La unidad para una decisión. ¿Y qué pasa? No hay descanso. Oh, man, there's something. It's very, see, it becomes really simple, doesn't it? It becomes like, man, the simplicity of God is amazing. God is simple. We, we complicate things. Well, I don't understand. Well, it's pretty simple. If you want God in your life, then you give him your desire. You say, God, is this your will? That's the relationship you build with God. And if you don't, then just know that he may not be with you and his presence of peace might not give you rest. But we have an opportunity. As we see Moses goes from stop, you're too close, to now seeing God in his fullness, seeing Jesus talking to him. Just a difference, just a difference. Not only that, but we look at when he spoke with him and he would glow being in the tabernacle and he would be in his presence. There's something powerful, something beautiful about God's love for us. And it's something we can attain. It's something you can attain with an understanding of just saying, God, I want to be in your presence. Purify me, God, with your word. I accept, God, what's being said. I accept, God, that I need you in my life. I accept, God, that I've got wrongs that I want to make right. I accept, God, that I'm not perfect. I accept, God, that I need you 
I accept it, God, that I need you. I accept it, God, that I need you. I accept it that I'm not perfect. I accept that I, you know, I've got pride. That's what's so beautiful about the word of God is how it speaks to us. It breaks us. It purifies us. It washes us. Es algo poderoso con la palabra de Dios, hermanos. Como estábamos hablando, por eso este libro aquí es, es algo maravilloso. ¿Por qué? Porque los que escribieron tantos años, pero todavía es algo que lo leas y te está leyendo a ti. Now the problem is, if you don't open it, we all know these little funny things like, you know, you know, you want to hear God's voice, open the Open his mouth. I started thinking of all these memes, right? Um, but there's a truth to it, is that if you don't get close to it, then you'll never be able to be in its presence. Man, what a desire, what a hunger. Like, I want to be in God's presence. I want this experience. I want to I wanna just be with you, God. And to do that, it starts with hearing his voice. You see, you see, what, is, what does he tell Moses at the very beginning? Moses. Moses, <laughs> Moses, <laughs> Moses, here I am. There's another one where it says that too in Isaiah, where Isaiah didn't feel like he was worthy, right? He says, oh, you, you know, you're, I, you can't send me. I'm, 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 I'm purified lips. I'm pure lips. And then what happens? The coal comes to him and purifies all of him. And what's his next saying? Send me. He was at a state because of what he had in him saying, you can't use me. I'm not holy. And then you don't know who you're in front of. You see, brothers and sisters, there's times, there's powerful passages in the Bible because God knows uh, as us as humans, we don't want to be in his presence. We don't want to be in his presence as humans. There's something inside of us that longs to be in his presence, the spirit that he's given us. But as humans, we don't want to be because we have made human, human mistakes. At that moment that we realize that he sees beyond that and he can purify us, he can liberate us, he can free us. Algo poderoso, hermanos, cuando comenzamos a pensar que como humanamente hablando, hermanos, sabemos que tenemos rebelones, orgullo, todas esas cosas que los, los detiene de estar en la presencia de Dios. Todavía tenemos cosas, hermanos. Yo lo he visto, yo lo he visto por los años, hermanos. Y, 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 y era para enseñanza para mí. Yo lo he visto en hermanos que años han servido al Dios y todavía tenían cosas que no estaban experimentando al Señor totalmente. Listen to what I'm saying there. I've known brothers that have been, brothers and sisters that have been in the things of the Lord for years and they weren't experiencing God in his fullness. Because God's not done. God's not done. God's perfect. God's going to perfect us when we're in his hands. What he started, he finishes No es por tanto Biblia que sabes. Si es la obediencia. La obediencia. It's not 
knowing the Bible back and forth. We're not doing the Bible classes to be, you know, knowledge based on that. We're doing it so it becomes living for us. It becomes alive for us. It gets exciting once you're going to understand this process that Moses took to get to that point. The chaos in his life. The damage. Could you imagine being a child abandoned? You talk about abandonment issues? Come on. Look at the story of Moses. You think they had a pill for it back then? Medication they'd give him? No. But God knew what he was doing. It made it even greater to know the intricates of the Egyptian nation for Moses. You don't think that Moses standing in God's presence and says, say what? We're going to do what? You're asking me to do what? You know who they are? You know what they do? But God knew, saying, there's something that's going to turn on in your life that's going to trigger it might not have been as a youth, but as you get older, you're going to see a conviction. And when that conviction turns on, you're going to be ready to be spoken to. God's looking for the conviction. Where's the conviction at? We've got to wake ourselves up. We talked about Sunday about growing up. Sometimes we have to grow up, and it's at any age. I'm not talking to, I wasn't just talking to the youth here. Sometimes it's got to be us older people. We got to stop being childish. Cuando yo dije el domingo que que um, cuando yo era niño hablaba como no era nomás para los jóvenes que estaban aquí y los niños eran para a uno de nosotros que estábamos hablando como niños. No estamos creciendo, no estamos dejando cosas. ¿Qué ejemplo que da Pablo hay diciendo eso? Es un deseo que tenemos. Yo quiero cambiar, Señor. Yo quiero estar. ¿Y sabes qué? A una diferencia de un toque del Señor. Estando en la presencia del Señor. You see, there's a difference between a touch of God and being in His presence. Because a touch of God is like We've had the touch of God, and it's a desire we have. It's that peace that comes over us once we acknowledge that you are God and you're, control, you're in control of all things, and you feel the calmness. But there's another thing saying, I don't want to leave this moment. I've said that before. When you get lost with God, you don't ever want to be found. There's no reason that you would want to be found. But there's sometimes things pulling you from his presence. Oh, man, come on, hear me, somebody. Can you just say, can you, can, can, if Jesus were to be here today and say, follow me. Could we let go of what we have and follow him? We've got to be less connected to the things that Hold us down here and be freer to be with him. You've got to be. That's got to be our goal. Nuestra uh, uh, meta, hermanos, debe estar que, que no debemos tarar, uh, estar marado a cosas aquí en este mundo. Para que podamos estar libre de estar con él. Porque no sabemos. Yo nunca pensaba en mi vida. Y el Señor me iba a tener 
o iba a pasar cosas o ser usado como el Señor, el plan que él tenía. Yo nunca pensaba en eso, pero él sabía que en las luchas y en las pruebas se iba a formar una persona. Y a veces nosotros, pues, hemos vivido una viva, vida de qué? De Jacob. En, a veces otros han vivido una vida de José. Podemos decir, pues, lo vendieron a José, pero no, 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 no. No, no. Estoy hablando del propósito que Dios los dio. Jacob hizo algo mal y pagó por eso en decisiones que hizo y cosas que pasó. Pero el último luchó para qué? Su bendición. You see, some of us, we're living a Jacob life, which has been, you know what? <laughs> I kind of I kind of messed up in my life, so I'm paid for it with things. But at the very end of it, I have fought for my blessing. And there's something powerful about that that even got God's attention. As he felt his hip. What's your name? <laughs> It's not going to be that anymore. You know why I'm going to change your name? Because we're going to change your path. Because the name you had has taken you to your struggle. But the name I give you is the plan I have for you. You see, uh, yeah, we love our names and we, we think our names are, are, God's got a name for us and we got to be listening for it. El Señor tiene un nombre especial para nosotros, hermano. Cuando estás en su presencia, te lo habla, te lo enseña. Hay motivos que son diferentes. Qué lindo es, hermanos, cuando tú tienes un deseo, que, cuando tú crees que tienes algo en tu vida, el Señor lo cambia así. Qué, qué, qué lindo es cuando tienes paz en tu vida, que no importa. No importa si cosas te van malo aquí en esta vida, si estás haciendo la voluntad de si tú, el Señor te está enseñando que Él está contigo. I want to be free. I want to be free. Being free isn't me blessing myself. Being free is when He blesses me. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. If we turn here to Mark 14, 58, si voltamos para Marcos 14, 58, hermanos. Dice, nosotros le hemos oído decir, yo derribaré este templo hecho a mano. Y en tres días edificaré otro hecho sin mano. We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands. And within three days, I will build another made without hands. Now, as he was there in front of the temple, and everybody looked and said, you know how long it took to make this temple? You think you're going to do it in three days? I know you're good. I've seen you make people walk, but that's a feat. He's like, no, 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 no. But you're going to see that I do. Is what you can do when you're in my presence. What could take years are just moments in God's time. 
for you. Now, some of us can say this, well, all these years I wasted. How many times have we heard that one? How many times have I heard that one in my walk with Christ when I'm talking to someone? I wasted so many years. Really? Because I'm telling you, all those wasted years, in three days, God can make you accomplish more. Listen to what he's saying, because we see things so, again, humanistically, we always see things in our eyes saying, oh, it's late for me. No, if you've got life, if you've got air, God can use you. God can use you. Yes, we all have a desire, and we all say, I wish I would have known this when I was younger. Really? Really? You know it now. Do it. It ain't about, I wish I knew this before. You know it now. God has spoken to you, Moses, now. God is speaking to you. He didn't speak to him as he was going down the river. So when you hear God call you, come. I need to speak with you. Don't get too close. Don't get too close. And now we have Jesus. And you see, God's presence will still destroy us if we don't have Jesus, if we don't have his blood covering us. We see it all the time, the destruction of humanity without having Jesus in their lives. A fast, it says in the Bible, an accelerated destruction. Podemos ver el mundo destruyéndose, hermanos, no teniendo Jesús. Porque el momento viene Cuando Dios va a llamar a todo el mundo. Y podemos ver que el mundo se está destruyendo más pronto que, pronto que nunca. If you don't believe me, look at, that's, uh, some of y'all want to, I believe in science. Well, just look at, as what they're saying, that the years of longevity, of, of, uh, longevity, longevity, thank you, longevity. It's because I speak Spanish, brother. Calm down, everybody, because I'm fluent in Spanish. Longevity. Long, longevity. See, I still said it. Longevity is going down. Why? Because there's things that are affecting us more now. But more than that, that's just one thing when it comes to that. But also sin has multiplied itself. The heart's not satisfied. People are not satisfied. People are ambitiously hungry, looking for more. Because the technologies, things are, mo- are inspiring you instead of the thing that should inspire us. So we've got to find ourselves pushing things to the side and just desiring to be in his presence. Amen. I want to be in your presence. First Corinthians 6, 19. Primera de Corintios uh, uh, 6, 19, dice, Oh, ignoráis que vuestro cuerpo es templo del Espíritu Santo, el cual está en vosotros, el cual tienes de Dios, y que no sois vuestros. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not of your own. So know this. You see, some of us think we're owners of ourselves. We're a temple. As soon as we accept Jesus in our life, the Holy Spirit now dwells in us. 
And, and, and again, this is the thing that guides us. This is the thing that talks to us. This is the thing that says, I should be more vigilant. This is the thing that tells us I should do things differently. I need to change. I need to be better. It's that guidance that we have that we cherish inside of us that God has given us as a comforter. El Espíritu Santo está dentro de nosotros. Somos templos vivos, hermanos, con el Espíritu Santo que nos está guiando. Qué lindo es. Qué, qué lindo es. Cómo, cómo, cómo me gustaba. Yo tenía un papá, hermanos, que ya era abuelo y pensamos todas esas cosas, pero todavía como abuelo estaba todavía aprendiendo cosas. Dejando al Señor que lo enseñaba algo, como trató en algo, que, que, que el Señor estaba que te humía en cosas. ¿Qué ejemplo para mí eso? Veniendo, véndolo, venir para atrás para pedir perdón. Estamos haciendo eso como... Como padres, como abuelos, estamos pidiendo perdón o el orgullo de siendo mexicano. Porque, ¿qué, ¿qué debo decir? Porque pido perdón. Tú eres porque yo soy. <laughs> you better humble yourself. Because it was the greatest thing that he gave me. Like I told you, I could have seen my dad strong all his life. But when I seen him fall and get back up, is where I said, in the name of Jesus, there's hope for me to see that process. Dusting yourself off. I remember having a great conversation with my dad. And I could see him contemplating things and, and the hurt and, and, and questioning things that in his life, you know, in, with God, how he, you know, responded to certain things. And just, it was, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. It was a moment of struggle. And I'm letting him just, I'm just hearing him talk. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I got a chance to hear what a man God goes through to know for myself that if I ever am in a position that I still saw him get up and do what he needed to do. Send me. You've purified me. You've, you know, send me. Algo poderoso, hermanos, en el ejemplo que podemos hacer con Siendo humilde, de verdadmente. Nunca, uh, nunca debemos creer que conocemos todas las cosas que no podemos ayudar a alguien. Nuestros niños diciendo, ¿sabes que yo fallé también? Era mi culpa también. Aquí tenemos padres que, que dicen eso. Aquí tenemos abuelos que dicen eso. Ya no, ya no, ya voló la cosa. Because ¿Eh? we got to always be ready to say, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I make mistakes. God's still working on me. Praise the Lord. Amen. We keep on reading right here. Verse 20. Porque habéis sido comprados por precio que glorificar, uh, glorificar pues a Dios en vuestro cuerpo y en vuestro espíritu los cuales son de Dios. Listen to this. For we are bought with a price. You're God's temple. Don't let that go to your head because you were bought with a price, though. You know, 
I can be in God's presence because of the blood of Jesus. We were bought with a price, and it says, therefore, glorify God in your body, in your spirit, which are God's. Por eso es razón, hermanos, que cuidamos nuestro testimonio, nuestras vidas. Porque no es algo nomás que Él sacrificó para personas que no aman, teniendo su presencia dentro de ellos. It's one thing to for God to sacrifice himself, but to humans that wouldn't care about the presence being in them because you were bought with a price. Us knowing that we have even more, we have more of a, a notice on us to, to make sure we follow him. If we turn to 1 Corinthians 3.16, si voltamos, hermanos, para 1 Corintios 3.16, dice, No sabéis que sois templo de Dios y que el Espíritu de Dios mora en vosotros. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Verse 17. Si alguno destruiré el templo de Dios, Dios le destruiría, destruiría, I'm sorry, a él, porque el templo de Dios, el cual sois vosotros, santo es. If any man defileth the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are? Hermanos, para nosotros, esta palabra es Teniendo esta cosa tan grande dentro de nosotros, que es el Espíritu Santo, el motivo de nosotros es estar en la presencia de Dios. ¿Por qué? Para añadir, para acercarnos más, pero también para ser usado de Dios. How do we destroy the temple of God? Sometimes we destroy the temple of God with stress. Sometimes we destroy it with our will, not God's will. This is, the, this is the dangerous place that we're at, brothers and sisters. That's how we destroy God's temple, is not accepting God's will. God, let me fulfill what you, the desires that you have for me, Jesus. But again, when I say, God, I think that this is what I want to do, then I've decided to use my temple the way I want to use it. And again, brothers and sisters, God is merciful. God's forming and shaping. We got to get to the position that he had planned for us quicker than sometimes we do. Necesitamos, hermanos, oír la palabra de Dios con, con, con un, how do you say, urgency? Urgencia? ¿Cómo? Urgencia. Necesitamos tener una urgencia en, en oyendo la voz de Dios para seguirlo. No queremos gastar tiempo para nosotros, hermanos. El tiempo gastado cuando podíamos estar usado de Dios en una, una manera maravillosa. Yo no quiero detener mis hijos si el Señor los quiere usar en una manera que yo no puedo entender como padre. Yo, yo tengo ese deseo, yo no voy a detener eso. Yo no me voy a meter si el Señor uh, uh, tiene algo para ellos que yo no puedo ver. 
Pero a veces, yo lo he visto también, la cuchara viene, ¿no? Yo voy a meter cuchara. Oh, we don't want to put a spoon into what God could do for our children. You just let God do it and be happy when you see it and you know it's God. Let God use them. God use them. God use them. God use them. You use them, God. They're yours, God. I was just here assisting you, but they're yours, God. But see, that's a difficult place to be at. That's why, because again, we have the little spoons that we want to kind of mix it and say, well, what if you did this? Or what if you do that? What is God telling you? First of all, guide them to his presence. If they're in his presence. But some of us, our anxieties as parents we have with our children is that we haven't done such a good job in what? Getting them to his presence. What do you mean, brother? Gabe? I've been here all my life. No, 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 no. Okay, that's, again, that's 40 years of still walking in the desert and being, thinking you're in the presence of God. It's because he showed up in the tabernacle. But you still were not obedient. No, no, no. Being, guiding them to his presence is the humility, is the change. It's seeing something different. Are you different? Are they seeing a difference? Están viendo un cambiamiento en nosotros. Eso estando en la presencia y guiándolos a la presencia de Dios. Like I said, some of us, you know, we're, we're stuck on things. We're saying, well, you know what? You know, if this is good for, you know, this would have been good if I was younger. Oh, no, 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 no. This happens now. This happens now. The power can be with you now at any age. La, el poder de Dios puede estar contigo, contigo a cualquiera edad, hermanos. Can we have a desire to be in his presence? I, I, I want to believe we can, brothers and sisters. I want to believe we can. Amen. Praise the Lord. If we turn here to 1 Peter 2, 5, I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. Si voltamos, hermanos, aquí para Primera de Pedro 2, 5. O pedí de los músicos que si pueden pasar. 1 Peter 2, 5 says, Vos, Vosotros también como piedras vivas, ser edificados como casa espiritual y sacerdocio santo, para ofrecer sacrificios espirituales aceptables a Dios por medio de Jesucristo. Ye also, live, ye also as lively stones are built upon a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. No, no, nuestro, nuestro propósito, hermanos, es, como estaba diciendo, el sacrificio ahorita vivo. Es un sacrificio vivo. We got to wake up to this because, again, if we don't wake up to this, another year passes, another fruitless. Los frutos, los frutos necesitan a comenzar velos, hermanos. El fruto necesita comenzar velo. We got to see fruits this year. It's great. Like I said, these last couple of weeks have been great. The youth event was great. Conviction comes in the heart. But if there's no fruit that comes out of that, what was the point? Now the cultivation has to start. The conviction happened. The prick of the heart happened. But now the change has to happen. Now the commitment has to happen. Estoy hablando, hermanos, de cosas que, que a veces uh, sí tienes un impacto. Sí, sientes algo. Yo sentí algo. Qué bonito. El toque. Pero el fruto 
me enseña que estoy en la presencia de Dios. You see, it's beautiful for the touch. See, the touch is beautiful. I feel God. But when you're in his presence, the fruit comes. The blessing comes. And sometimes that, that touch has to be cultivated. Has to say, okay, God, I want to be in your presence. I want to just be with you, God. Let me be with you, God. What do I got to do? I got to purify myself through the word. I've got to let that coal touch me. I've got to let the fiery word come and consume me, purify me, consume me to be in his presence. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? We're going to look at Amos. Para estar en su presencia es algo bien poderoso y también algo bien temeroso. Porque vas a estar en la presencia de un Dios que formó todas las cosas, nomás hablándolo. Y para nosotros. Él sabiendo que Él sabe todas las cosas es difícil. Y por eso a veces hay las escondidas. Sometimes that's why we hide from Him instead of run to Him. Brothers and sisters, we've all, we've all been through this in our lives where an altar call can sometimes be a bathroom break. Did everybody kind of understand that one? <laughs> it's like it's kind of a little... I think everybody's like, what is there? Is there a bathroom break when it's an altar call? No, no. Sometimes the conviction of knowing the consuming fires here pushes us away. A veces la presencia de Dios no nos deja entrar a la iglesia. Sabiendo que el consumador está aquí. Sometimes his presence doesn't allow us to enter here because again of our separation to him. And knowing that the consuming fire is here, that will burn off anything and expose us. To be exposed. To be in his presence, to be exposed. Could you imagine, again, this is it right here, brothers and sisters. When you're in his presence, it's like I can't hide anything, God. You know everything. You know my doubts. You know my heart. You know the sin that I have, God. I can't hide anything from you, Jesus. And yet, you're willing to embrace me. And yet, you're willing to clean me up. And stand me on solid ground. Oh, Jesus, you're too good. You're too good that sometimes I can't comprehend your goodness. Oh, Señor, tú eres tan bueno que yo a veces no puedo comprender tu amor. No puedo contemplar tu grandeza. Una cosa pido, Señor. Una cosa pido, Señor. En tu presencia siempre está conmigo. Cuando yo voy que tu presencia está conmigo, porque yo sé que tu presencia está conmigo, estoy en tu voluntad. 
I ask, God, that anywhere I go, your presence go with me. Because if your presence is with me, then I'm in your will. Why don't we pray, brothers and sisters? Si queremos pasar, podemos pasar. If you want to pass, pass on up. But we're going to pray. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. I'm asking right now that your presence, Jesus, your presence overtake anything, Father, that's here, any kind of confusion, Jesus, any kind of rebelliousness, Father, that your presence, Lord, liberates Jesus, that your presence heals, Father. I ask that you heal right now, Father, people that are hurting, people that have scars that still need to be healed, Father, that there's no wasted time now, Father, moving forward, knowing how it is to be in your presence, Jesus. Estamos pidiendo, Señorita, que tu presencia, Señor, Que tu presencia los guía, Señor, a nosotros en nuestras vidas. Que ahora podemos oír tu voz más claro, Señor, que todas las cosas. Ahorita podemos entender, Señor, que nuestro propósito no es tu propósito, Señor. Que ahorita, Señor, podemos entender, Señor. Pero estar en tu presencia, Señor, es una cosa que deseamos. Sabiendo que hay, hayamos descanso. Hayamos todo lo que necesitamos y estamos buscando, Señor, estando en tu presencia. I want to be in your presence, God, because that's where I find rest. That's where I find healing. That's where I find you, Jesus, to be in your presence. We're asking, Lord, that you bless all my brothers and sisters here, Lord, that have had doubts, Lord, are struggling, Lord, with the past holding on to onto them, Father Jesus. I'm asking right now that you give them purpose, Lord. You give them direction, guidance, Jesus. I'm asking right now for brothers and sisters, Lord, that are struggling, Lord, to commit, Father, are letting things of this world discourage them, Father, from being in your presence, Jesus. I'm asking right now that you show and illuminate the mechanisms of the enemy on how it's discouraging them, Father, from receiving from you, Jesus. We want them, Father, to be in your presence, Jesus, but to be in your presence, we have got to remove ourselves, Father. We've got to remove ourselves from things, Jesus, to keep us away from you, Father. I ask, Lord, that you give us wisdom to see those things, Lord. Whatever they may be, Father, too much of this, too much of that, not enough of this, not enough of that, Jesus. Whatever it is, Father, that we don't look in the mirror and say we've done it, but that we look in the mirror and say, God, I still need you. I can't do it without you, Jesus. That we never feel so sufficient that we can't hear God's voice. But that we always understand, Jesus, that you that created all things are creating in us, Father, great things. Oh, Father, bless the children here, Lord. Bless the youth here, Lord Jesus, that they may be able to hear your voice, Lord, that you may be able to draw them into your presence, Jesus, that they don't waste time, Father that they learn quicker than we did, Father, that they understand more, Father, that, they're, that they're, their journey, Father, is easier because of the path that has been laid out for them, Jesus. Oh, Father, forgive us, Lord, for our ignorance, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for sometimes not understanding what it is to be in your presence, Jesus. We ask, Lord, for blessing and strength, Lord, and guidance. But more than anything, Father, for courage, because some of these decisions are life decisions, and we need courage, Father. 
I thank you, Lord, for giving my friend, my best friend at that time, Lord, those words to say, I'm not man enough to do what you're doing. For that to stick with me all these years, to hear my best friend say, I'm not man enough to change my life. I know that was you, God. You were using that vessel, Lord, to show me that it is going to take courage, Father, to deny oneself. It is going to take courage, Father, to change a curse, to change, to decide, to live better, to live closer. It takes courage, Jesus. Oh, we thank you for your presence, Lord. We thank you for your presence, Jesus, to be in your presence, Father, as you purify us, Father, as you clean us, Jesus. We invite you, Father. Touch our hearts. Touch our lives, Jesus. Tócanos, Señor. Más que todo, Señor. Que tu presencia siempre está con nosotros. Te damos gracias, Señor, por todo lo que haces. Estamos pidiendo ahorita, Señor, que los llevas aquí, Señor, pero sin dejarnos de su presencia, Señor. We ask, Father, that you take us here in safety, Lord, that anywhere our journey takes us, Lord, that we take you with us, Father. We thank you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. I ask, Father, right now that your presence go with us. We ask this in your name, in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen.